Hi everybody and welcome. My name is Craig Hansen. I'm the founder and the president of the University of Applied Research and Development and it is our privilege and our honour to have Professor Jennifer and Program Assistant Va with us from Cambodia. Hi Professor Jennifer. Hello, how are you today? Great to have you here. Why don't you introduce yourself and the program that you're leading and also introduce Va for us. Wonderful. So um, my name is Jennifer McMahon, um, but I'm called Professor Jennifer. And uh, just over the last year, we've had the wonderful opportunity to create a bachelor's program. Um, right now, it, it, we have a Cambodian cohort, and our bachelor's program is focused on education. It's a bachelor's of science in education, um, but with a really clear focus on working with um, in environments that are limited resource communities. Mm -hmm. That's our main goal. Um, and then also we have um, kind of put together some really unique pieces to this program. In particular, we have a really strong research thread and we are also focusing on social emotional learning and mental health awareness as a part of this. Um, and our goal is really to co-create new knowledge. So there's a lot of information out there about best practices, but much of that research has been done in Western societies. And so our goal is to take that research, apply it in the Cambodian context and in limited resource contexts, and then kind of be able to inform um, others about best practices within those limited resource contexts. So I'm really happy to introduce you to uh, our program assistant, uh, Tan Va. So Va um, is a participant facilitator. So he is both a student and a facilitator within our program. And he is such an amazing help because as we are presenting information in English, sometimes um, our students have questions and they need to have some additional like further discussion. Um, and so he is right there to support them and answer those questions. So um, welcome to Teacher Vaad and Program Assistant Vaad uh, today as well. Great to have you with us, Va. It's good to have you here. I understand that you've known uh, Professor Jennifer for quite some time. So Jen, why don't you tell us about your um, experiences in Cambodia? Because I know you have a long history there and that's really been the birthing ground for what you're doing now with this new initiative. Yeah, so um, really it all started, actually, I was at a dream workshop. Um, and at this workshop, we were talking about how do you take your dreams and make them into goals? And at that point, um, I had been in contact with some people in Cambodia. We've just kind of been talking about um, education in Cambodia in general. And my dream was how about the idea of creating Kind of a, a my big picture goal was a teacher leader academy with um, like a lab school um, and i really wanted it to be able to be like a credit bearing experience where people from all over the world could come and learn about best practices um, within these limited resource contexts and so it was a really crazy goal and a crazy dream um, but then we ended up um, over time creating this idea, first of all, a teacher institute. And uh, this is where uh, Teacher Val was so helpful because um, he attended that and then also helped translate for it. And then from there, we created a teacher leader academy. And he also was a part of that and helped with the translation piece. Um, and these were both virtual experiences. 
And then in November of 2019, I had the opportunity to go to Cambodia and have a teacher leader academy in person. Um, and so over that amount of time, uh, Teacher Vaughn and I had been communicating quite a bit. Um, we'd done a lot of uh, video coaching and experiences uh, virtually. And so when I was able to be there and meet in person, um, he took me to his school, I got to meet his family. Um, and my husband and I were able to go um, out and, and meet his family and see his mom and his dad and his sister and brothers. And uh, it was just an amazing experience. So, um, so through that partnership, we have been able to work cooperatively together to really develop this bachelor's program over time. Um, and I've just really greatly benefited from kind of his cultural expertise, um, as well as he's a, currently a student um, in a master's program. Um, and so he's finishing up his master's degree, but despite having that master's degree, he still wanted to be a part of this program. And I just really appreciate that. Fantastic. Val, I'd love to hear from your perspective, how the program is going so far. Thank you, doctor. So, uh, it's not find a friend from what uh, professor Jennifer mentioned. It's now that we, we are doing the like uh, the dream coach. So it's uh, with the cost to it about uh, the lifelong learning. It's very interesting for me because you know in Cambodia we just learn something without uh, practicing. But you know with this course we practice a lot, especially you know about how to manage stress or dealing with you know some stress and we practice that in class events. We're doing it virtually, but it's still helpful. So yes, now for, we are in the lifelong learning course, which is the second course for our program. Do you want to talk for just a second about the course before the education in society class? Yes, uh, the course before it's about the education and society class. It was really interesting as well because uh, I learned about uh, photo boy, which is really useful for us. I mean, you know, for Canadian students, but we were very interest, uh, interested in it because uh, we used the photo boy for uh, uh, finding the challenges and assets in the community. For me, because uh, I just started working in a new communities uh, in uh, another province, which is very far from my hometown, but you know, I still be able to complete that assignment. Be before completing the assignment, it was about uh, a little bit uh, nervous because it's a really new uh, place for me. But uh, as a professor, Jennifer, uh, she mentioned about uh, how to do it clearly, uh, clearly and uh, because we, we get really clear guidelines and then I follow that and after that, you know, we completed yeah, successfully. So that really amazing. I love it. Va, I do want to commend you for your commitment to make this happen, not just for you, but for all the other teaching professionals in Cambodia and making this opportunity happen. This kind of activity that Professor Jennifer is leading wouldn't happen without you being there to support her, to encourage her, to help translate, to support the students, and to be a really good role model of your commitment and your interest uh, in education and making a difference in the lives of the children and not just the children because it changes the lives of the families as well. So I really want to commend you for your part that you're playing in this program. Thank you. Doctor. 
Jennifer, when you were telling me last week about the successes and the excitement and all the different activities, I just wanted to sit there and listen for a long time. And being from New Zealand, living in Indonesia, as I did for seven years, and, you know, being from a first world country, a developed nation, thinking about and hearing about and imagining in my mind the experiences and the program just in these last few months. I'd love for you to just share for everybody so they can picture in their mind what you've gone through and what the students have gone through, because I just became so excited listening to you and hearing your passion for the program, even at this early stage. Why don't you tell us about it, how it's gone from your perspective? Oh, yeah, I mean, just from the very first course. So actually from the very first convocation experience. So we wanted to really help make sure that this was a really special experience for all students, that they had the sense of kind of that um, pomp and circumstance that we get when we enter higher education. And so we began with a convocation ceremony. Um, I wore my regalia. We had, you know, speeches and we had professors share um, words of welcome. And uh, we introduced each of the students. And I think that just kind of beginning that way was, was really special. And then from there, we went into our first course. So, um, the, the whole scope and sequence for our program is aligned with those UK teaching qualifications. And we had you know, really clear guidelines around what we wanted to include, but then we were also able to expand upon that and make sure that it's really relevant to the students in this course. And that's really important to me. And so in education and society, we began with the idea of understanding what is a community and what is a society. And we talked a lot about the impact of community on education and education on community. And so for our Cambodian students, we started by really trying to understand from the Ministry of Education, Youth Sports, what they saw as their challenges and assets within their education system. And we wanted that to kind of be our framework. Um, and then from there, we had students who really would um, dig into our research thread of um, in two particular areas, we worked on interviewing, and we also focused on the qualitative research method of photo voice. And so both of these were amazing experiences for them. We went through a process of teaching them how to do coding and um, how to write their findings, but it was in a really bite-sized, really um, not scary introduction to research, because that was the goal. We want them to make sure that they understand that um, that it doesn't have to be overwhelming. We can do this in little pieces and that it's meaningful for them. And so then we had the idea of this community um, we, uh, community map. Um, and so the idea is that we wanted them to understand who are the stakeholders, what are the assets in the community, and then what are some of the challenges in the community? And then compare those to the Ministry of Education Youth Sport challenges as well. So everything was kind of framed nicely that way. So they each investigated their own community. They did interviews. They were able to pull all of that information together. And then when they identified local challenges, we then had them do some research on how these local challenges are seen globally in other places, how they might have addressed those challenges. And then they presented on a few different ideas um, from around the world of how things were addressed in other places. And so, um, and then our culminating experience was to write a blog post. Um, and so blogging is completely new. Um, and that was one of my learning experiences is I didn't realize that 
even the format and the that type of writing would be so new. So um, so we started with um, well, I started by assigning it and then realized quickly with the help of, um, of Va, uh, letting me know that they have no idea how to do this. So then I kind of um, backtracked and made sure I modeled it much more. But it was just a really amazing experience. So we're in the process right now of um, doing some final editing on those blog posts. And then we're going to share that outward um, so that people can start to see. As I said, we want to co-create that new knowledge. So we want to make sure that people are seeing um, and that this visible is really this learning is really visible. It's fantastic. And I just want to highlight a little bit of that journey because this is the whole reason why we established UARD is to provide an academic qualification that can be tailored for specific contexts and nations and cultures and circumstances. And for you to have a dream and to write it down and then to travel and connect with people and to create an institute and then take this opportunity from UARD to provide a group of people who are passionate about their profession an international standard Bachelor of Education or Bachelor of Science in Education. I think your dream, you're doing exactly what the vision of UARD is. But I don't think that people who are from developing nations really get just how challenging it can be to be, if for example, in Cambodia to engage with a lesson. So for me, it's easy. I just turn on my phone or I turn on Zoom and I can engage with people any time of the day, usually with no problem. But you you told me about some of the challenges that your students in Cambodia are facing, some specific examples that I'd just love for you to share if that's okay. So we can have some light bulb moments from us in developed nations about how committed Va and his countrymen and women really are. So actually, uh, teacher Vaughn might want to share where, when you are at home, um, the place that he has to go in order to get the best signal. Uh, do you want to share where that is, Va? Because you can hear your sister's pigs quite clearly from that location. Yeah, that, that was uh, the first day of our uh, starting class. So it was about that uh, when I was in uh, my hometown. So it, it really a little bit, uh, difficult to hear, especially, you know, because we learned online, but, you know, I still committed to learn and to, because I know this is uh, the un, uh, one international uh, program. So I really happy and, you know, really enjoy it. Even though sometimes I work, I have more work from school to do, but I still, you know, keep this as a prioritized one. So I, yes, I really. And where did you go to get the best signal? To get a best signal, I have to go to the, do we call it the pig or uh, pigeon? Yeah, the pig, the pig pen. Yeah. yeah. So he's in, the, he's in yes. the midst of the pigs um, yes. in order to get the best signal, but even that doesn't stop him from learning. And then we have others that, um, you know, during our learning experiences, there there's, going, there's flooding. And so um, some of them have been on top of tables with their phones up in the air. Um, just to just to continue their learning. And so, um, you know, sometimes we take that for granted. It's very common within our lessons um, that people lose their signal um, and they, you know, lose the connection. And, you know, we go to a breakout room and we have to try to bring everybody back in. Um, but so we record each of our lessons. Um, and then honestly, having the program assistant 
who can you know, follow up with students and really help explain things if things were missed. Um, that has been just amazing. So um, I'm really grateful uh, for the wonderful contribution that Va has been making to this program and, um, and just the amazing commitment of the students in this program. It really is, it, it's amazing to me. Um, you know, one of them was told me she was gonna be late for class because uh, she uh, that she was riding her motorbike and had a, a small accident. And so she got back on her motorbike and drove home and, and still was able to attend class. And so, um, you know, just the obstacles, the everyday obstacles, I think um, for them, it doesn't necessarily seem like, you know, um, this is kind of just everyday life, but for, for people from a Western view, um, the things that are overcome every single day just in, in to allow them to attend class is pretty amazing. And so programs like this where you're delivering into um, Cambodia and someone like VAR is incredibly important in a local sense. Understand that you've built a really great team around you in the States who's supporting you uh, as faculty members. Why don't you tell us about that process of communicating what you are doing and how you gathered this team together? Yes, yeah, so um, it's been really interesting. It's one of those idea things where um, when you put an idea out, it seems that you know you just kind of attract the people that you need, um, and so I kind of um, started just talking about this idea with my professor friends um, and people that I have um, worked with over the years, and so that's kind of where it began. And then um, I was interviewed for um, an alumni um, article from my university, and so from there, people started to kind of email and call me and say, this sounds like something I'd really like to be a part of. Um, so we've gathered a team in that way. Um, and it's it's an international team. So um, right now in our lifelong learning course, it's being co-facilitated by a counselor who is from the Netherlands. Um, and she, she does a lot of work in Cambodia. She actually has a business in Cambodia, um, an organization in Cambodia to promote mental health. And she will be moving to Cambodia apparently in a couple of months. Um, so uh, just, just, you know, I think this idea of when you have something um, and you put out that idea and then people are, you know, attracted by your excitement. Um, and I think a lot of people want to help and they don't always know how. And so what we've really tried to create are different pathways so that people can help. So for example, you can be a course contributor. So if you're somebody who has your doctorate um, or you have a really high level of expertise in a particular area, then they can contribute to the course by being a co-facilitator or even helping to develop a course. Um, and that's been wonderful. But some people might not be at that, um, wanting to contribute in that way. Maybe they are um, a native English speaker or a very strong English speaker, and they want to be an English language mentor. So we've had a number of volunteers in that way um, where we've been able to, for example, the blogs that I've been talking about, um, they're, they're taking those right now and doing some editing and doing some coaching with the students to make sure that they're nice and polished before we publish. Um, and so there's lots of different ways that people can support and help. And, I'm just really so grateful that I have been surrounded by people who um, 
who see that vision and want to jump in and want to assist however they can. I would imagine there are quite a few people who who would see this, um, like your alumni from the newsletter where you had the article, who want to make a contribution uh, and they don't know how, but this is a great opportunity actually for them to do that. So you've mentioned some ways that people are helping you now. Are, are they the only ways that people could help? So if there's someone watching this or someone from your alumni that wants to contribute, is it only in those ways or do you have other things coming up where you might have some some support needs? Yeah, so we do have plenty of other things because, of course, when you start a project, you realize that there's the next project and the next project. And so um, so right now in our lifelong learning course, I've actually brought that dream coaching piece into this course. And so I'm modeling it with these students so that they can someday go back and model that with their students. But in the meantime, it's all about helping them, first of all, learn how to dream because many people have kind of limited themselves and they, they're focused on daily survival, not necessarily on, on what is possible. And so we start with that. And then we take those dreams and try to make them into goals by saying, what would it take to get there? Well, what would you need to know? Well, what would be the next step? And so this whole process that we're going through in this course, um, what we're finding is that some of our students have big dreams. And so one way that people could help is by volunteering to be mentors. So we have English language mentors who are doing some of that work, um, editing and coaching in that way. But if you are someone who is in a professional field that might match um, some of our student interests, that would be really very helpful. Um, we have two nurses um, who aspire to be professors of nursing. We have a number of students who really want to have a future in research. Um, and so all of these are um, areas where we could definitely use uh, people's help. We're always looking for course contributors though, because as we kind of are continuing to develop the program, um, I'm always looking for, for other thought partners um, because we wanna make this the very best it can be. We are also launching a podcast. Um, so coming wow. up for our next course. Yes, so that's big. Um, and it's going to be a bilingual podcast, Khmer in English. Mm. So the teachers that have or the students that have an interest in improving their English speaking will be working on the English part. And anyone else who just wants to contribute um, the content can, can do the Khmer part. And our goal is to make this really accessible because as, as professional learning. So one of the things that we learned when we were looking at the Ministry of Education Youth Sports goals is that um, there is a focus and a need for professional learning. And so what are some really simple things that we could do and share as we are learning in our course that would really make a difference in rural Cambodia, for example, where they might not have access to um, ongoing professional learning. And so that's the goal of this podcast is to share just kind of bite-sized pieces of pedagogy that they, they might turn around and put into practice the next day. Um, and so I, I'm excited that it's a bilingual podcast because we'll be able to reach that Cambodian audience, but then also a global audience. And I, I hope that the students that are in this course will start to see themselves as authorities, as um, the creators of new knowledge, because as we are learning and they're applying it, 
they really are the experts. Um, so being able to see themselves in that light, I think is really important. That's fantastic. People don't have to wait until they do their PhD to make a contribution to knowledge. And the, the graduates from our Masters of Education program in Nepal, from their dissertation, we've started taking pieces of that and publishing it online and putting it on research databases. And I love what you said about them becoming an expert. So this is the, the real motivation that I gave our master's students is you're probably the only one in Nepal who's done a dissertation on this particular area of relevance for Nepal based on international research that's really current. You are the expert. And I love that you're doing that right now at undergraduate level with these amazing educators like VAR developing their expertise expertise and their knowledge so that they can not only improve themselves, but they can contribute to their peers and to their profession there in Cambodia. That's really inspiring, Jennifer. Yeah, I'm very excited about the idea of the podcast, and it actually came about um, in a conversation with students. So um, as we talked about, we talked about blogging, and then we were talking about other ways that we share information. And so um, this is something that is, you know, it's just organically coming from the conversations and from the learning that we're doing together. So I'm, I am really excited about it. I think that um, our goal will be to launch within the next couple of months um, so that I, I'm thinking by first of the year, we should have the podcast up and running and really um, have a, kind of a backlog of episodes ready to go so that we can really start sharing that knowledge. So if there's people watching this right now, and you are from the profession of education, or maybe you have some expertise of podcasts and promotion of podcasts, or maybe you do professional development for educators or leaders or managers, then what's the best way for those people, Jen, to reach out to you and communicate with you? Best thing to do is email me. So I am at jennifer at uard.ac.nz. Fantastic. Well, look, um, Va, really want to thank you for your time and for what you're doing and supporting the program. I think you're amazing to be able to do a master's program in your own country and also be involved in this program with Professor Jennifer and supporting your fellow students as well. I think that's really incredible. So well done and thank you for being with us. Uh, Professor Jennifer, thank you for making your dream come alive and all this Everything that's happening is really sitting with you. Without you, it wouldn't happen. So I just want to say well done to you as well for your commitment to your dream and putting your hours and energy and time and creativity and your commitment into making this happen for people in Cambodia. You're amazing. Ah, well, I want to say thank you to you because you are one of those people that as we put the idea out into the world, uh, you kind of just came into my life with this idea. So. Um, it all kind of all came together at the right time. And so, again, the students are amazing. Mm. Um, I could not do this without the program assistant, without Teacher Va. Um, and I just want to say thank you to everybody uh, who is supporting us, because this is really a crowdsourced initiative. Um, you know, this is an opportunity that we just really wanted to be able to offer this opportunity to Cambodians who may not have the chance to get a bachelor's degree in another way. Um, that's mm. how it began. And our long-term goal though, is that we really think we have a great program. And so we hope that we can expand this so that people from all over the world are going to want to come to this program in order to improve their knowledge and, um, and learn 
from this experience. So I'm just really excited um, and just so, so grateful. So thank you. Wonderful. So what I will do underneath this video on LinkedIn, on YouTube and on Facebook, I'm going to put the link uh, to Professor Jennifer's LinkedIn profile and you can connect with her directly there. And if you'd like to make a contribution in some way and join uh, Va and join Jennifer on the journey, then you can connect with her and inquire and pursue that. And if you have um, the, the idea, the dream of launching something like this, but you don't know how, here's how reach out to us and we can help you make your dream come alive so thank you jennifer thank you Val, for being with us and sharing your experiences and i look forward to having you back again in about a year's time so we can hear about what's happened in the interim thanks very much everybody for joining us on our uard video cards <laughs>